Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the No Skips Podcast. I am Lisa. I'm Jack. Hi, how's it going? Hi, if you landed here looking for... The, the other, the pretenders. The new podcast that someone else has started called No Skips by people who are tremendously popular. Uh, I think one of the people's names is Jinx. The other one is probably The Sliz, something like that. I don't remember. Excuse me? I don't know what it was. It was something what called... What kind of podcast is this? They're two very famous people. The Sliz? I don't know what the other person's name and, is, but and, I know the other one is Jinx. And Meat Beef? Like, <laughs> they sounded very official. Meat Beef and Sliz coming at you. No skips. What's up? They're doing voices like They're that. doing way better than we are already, and they've been alive like eight weeks or I don't eight, care. eight days. I don't care. Whatever the case is, this is the original, not original, because we also saw other podcasts named No Skips. Turns out No Skips is there a was popular. One. Was it just one? I think it was just there was one. Something there on might Instagram. have been two. There was something on Instagram that was also defunct. Look, you're listening to this now. It means this is the only No Skips podcast. Ain't, ain't that the truth? Your own, this is the the only source, the premier and only source for, for Tree Fingers jokes in your earbuds. <laughs> this is true. The other, the other people probably have a much more polished sound. Um, they're probably more hip than we are. They're probably not constantly riffing on Tree Fingers. Well, that sounds boring. I know. But this, we're here. We've been doing this since December of 2020. Think about it. Ugh, 2020. Ugh. Don't, think, don't think about 2020. Anyway, we're here. We're, we're your OGs, and we are here bringing this week's episode of No Skips, where we cover Air's Moon Safari. Um, before we get into this show, I wanted to remind you that we are taking a break next week because I am going to be God knows where. I don't even know where I am tomorrow night at this point because I'm going on a storm chase for a week with my friend Heather. And we're going to, as far as I can tell, we're sleeping in a car at a rest stop in far northwest Texas tomorrow. So Why, why don't you just send them the damn coordinates? Hey, guys, I'll, 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 I'll enable... Come stab my- me. At, at, <laughs> I'll drop a pin on my phone for you to come stab me. <laughs> just everyone. I'm not, not that that's my rating of No Skips listeners, but you know you guys, you know you guys are a stabby lot. Follow me on Instagram where... <laughs> For, Follow me in for, your car for, for 24 hours a day on my stories. Once an hour, every hour, I'm gonna do a. Sc- I'm gonna show you a picture of my social security number. <laughs> Why am I doing this um, again? Again, I learned nothing in 2018, did I? Um. So yeah, we will be off next week, but we are not off this week. We are well. We were two days late because life. But life. but we are Sorry. here with Air's Moon Safari. Now this is a wild one to have followed up Led Zeppelin with because led zeppelin was crazy was it led zeppelin that we did last week was it just this past week can you put any two sequential events together with respect to this podcast no okay it was 17 which is again you you can think about that what does a 17 year old want to rock out to led zeppelin for that's that's episode 17 so this would make sense because you're 18 18, you're entering college you're cool now well you're yeah you're entering college you're like i'm ready for the world I'm I'm cool. I need some chill vibes. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stand in the DVD section of Barnes and Noble, <laughs> holding a copy of Moon Safari <laughs> for reasons. What? What? This is just my dream. Okay. Did you not go to just like coffee shops and bookstores and just hang out to be like, I hope someone sees me? First of all, I actually bought Moon Safari Listen. in high school, and it was in a local. I supported my local record shop. It was called Record Service. It was dope. Champagne Urbana. Shout out. All right. What's up? Okay. Good for you. Yeah. So I was cool. I was cool. Was being the operative word here. As you sit. No. No. (laughs) I'm in a beanbag chair because she she took my she took my chair. You took my chair. 
I did. I gave it to the cat. Sold it right out from underneath me. I didn't sell that chair. Well, that's great. Wonderful. But anyway, aside from me <laughs> leaving and also hurting my husband's feelings with chair sales, we are talking about Airs Moon Safari. This album dropped in or on January 16th, 1998. Oh, I was going to say seven. I wasn't sure. Yeah, it was 98. I can't imagine. I'm trying to think what would have been popular in 98. Everything. You've got Britney. I mean, you've got Britney Spears. You've got the big boy band situation happening. Can sure. You but in, but also in a more relevant sphere, you're also like some of the some of the dance music, some of the electronic stuff right. is 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 coming up. Right. Know. I'm just trying to think of sure. why I never heard of them until Playground Love, which is the literal only mm-hmm. exposure to air I had. Period. Mm-hmm. Playground Love was pretty good, considering uh, or, or a good representation of what this album was as well. Because, sure. Yeah, I, I could not have told you. They were just a weird band. I always got them mixed up with, um, I know, wait, it was Blur that did Coffee and TV? Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's not. Kind of a big eponymous named band from Europe. That's, that's, not, that's, not, that's not the worst yeah. confusion. Yeah, I just got them a little bit confused there. I was like, well, because Coffee and TV was a very different song than song two. Sure. So, I don't know. That whole time in my life, I couldn't have. I, it was just like it was just like a big Kool Aid drink mixture of. Yeah. What's happening over there? Yeah. I think I like Corn and Britney Spears at the same time. Can someone help me? That's what I was dealing with. It's true. Not doing so good. You should. So. You, know, you should like both of them. The music is is about all these kinds of flavors, man. I liked S Club Seven. There you go. It still just sounds like a sports drink to me. Probably is sugar free S Club Seven. You were just yeah, like, full of electrolytes. Y'all got that? Y'all got that S Club Seven? Fuck, they were a show too. Anyway, listen, we're not we're not there. Although they were British, so maybe that's a tie-in. Uh, it's not uh, really. Good, it's not a good tie-in. Listen, so Air is a French electronic duo. Couldn't have told you that. Um, this is their debut album, Moon Safari, as we cover, as we said, and this is often credited with helping the down tempo oh, scene yeah. kind of get moving. Now, I will say it's always. I try not to read up on an album before I listen to it once or twice because I don't, I don't like being told what to think. Right? Sure, exactly. It's always orient helpful. orient to the material yourself. Yeah. So like even last week, Led Zeppelin's "When the Levee Breaks," I never heard the blues sound mm. until you said it. Sure. And then I heard it and I was just like, oh, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I'm glad I didn't know that beforehand because sure. I was just like, this is just like a. A, a well, rough, nothing, nothing, nothing to get like people fired up and saying, hey, "Do you like the blues, kid?" Like, no, <laughs> I don't. Grandpa, I'm not a thousand years old. Go back to the DVD section, in Barnes and Noble, Grandpa. <laughs> but, but, um, yeah. So that that kind of colored that for me. So hearing this as being, I was like, I did not hear, even though it's so obvious after the fact, I somehow did not hear down tempo mm. at first. I don't know what I heard. This was a very confusing yeah. album for me. Hmm. Um, Interesting. It was a very confusing album for me. I don't know when this would have hit right in life. Maybe maybe second year of living in Seattle, 2011. I'd already met you, but we were doing long distance, and I was... No, maybe it would have been 2010, because mm-hmm. I had not yet met you. Okay. But I was living in that cool apartment, and I was listening to a lot of weird kind of ethereal... Sure stuff i can't remember the blind man's color was the band it's an evocative title blind man's color it's a they're they're like a no band but they had some songs that felt a little and they're not comparable to this but they're in that wheelhouse i think but you obviously love air what would you like to say about this album uh evergreen it's just um 
I know we laughed because we were following up Led Zeppelin. Was how do you follow Led Zeppelin? You don't. You don't try. That's the whole thing. That was my thinking about about supporting Air mm-hmm. as a follow up is because a totally different vibe, totally different project here. Mm-hmm. Um, an album you could honestly fall asleep to. And not saying that as you know a negative, right? right? Like that's it's a it's a sustained. Um, especially as a first album, they 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 had an EP prior to this premiere premiere symptoms. I don't I don't know French, um, but um, which I think I wish some of those cuts had appeared on this album, honestly. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, other than other than that EP, they kind of just arrived very fully formed. You know, that's that's what I love to see. I love it the other way too. I love it when when an artist kind of shows you their journey and they're really wet behind the ears for the first album, and then they arrive later. But I also like this thing where they just kind of come out of the gate and you're like, "All right, we are two French guys that really love the '70s and love some Moog synthesizers, and we're very French, and you will oui. be teleported back to the '70s listening to this." But it's not the necessarily. 70s? Oh yeah, this is a very '70s album to me. Hmm. I'll have to think on that one. Okay. Because to me, it feels like 60s era, kind of like lounge jazz. Yeah, no, that too. Uh, yeah. Again, but it's. I think that's that's part of the joy of, of, of kind of dipping your toe back into a lot of this stuff is you get to play around in ways that isn't, you know... I, I, when, 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 when a retro act... Because to me, era isn't, isn't just a retro. And there's obviously a retro aspect to their whole sound. But it's not solely that kind of project, right? Because once you start to get the, the too retro, is like, oh, we're gonna record this way, right? We're gonna use only these kinds of like, you know, like uh, the DAP tones. That's a retro. That's consciously retro to say to bring down the cargo. We've got to record using the old ways. We have to use analog everything. We got to do everything. And I don't feel like Air really ever took that approach. I could be wrong. I could be entirely wrong. But. It's it's just uh it's an album when I don't want to get stressed out and I need a good sort of company and I, mm, yeah. something that wears quite well. I mean I it's just not an album I ever really get tired of. Put it that way. Okay. Interesting. Um so feeling I don't know there there are a lot of different sounds presented in this album. Mm-hmm. To me, they don't feel super... Co- I mean, I don't want to say they don't feel super cohesive because that's obviously not true. They just don't... Whatever's happening... So they have a couple of female singers pop in on a couple tracks. Yeah, yeah. And they are... Uh, so in, in track two, Sexy Boy, that's presented kind of heavily filtered there. And then... Um, oh, shoot. It's not Kelly Watch the Stars. Which one is it? All I Need. Okay. Track three. Yeah, another... It's more of a pure voice on there. The Whichever is the singer of the two... Um, how they are presented vocally on the track on all the tracks, I do not like. Mm. Um, that kind of like warbly. I don't really know what you would call that. Um, it could be a um. It it sounds like it could be a vocoder. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's just uh, it gives it kind of this like like yeah warbly robot sound. That's pretty good. Well, just remember these are these are contemporaries to to Daft Punk in their early years, so it's like there was kind of a thing there, you yeah. know, as an electronic act, right? Because even though even though this sound isn't very heavily electronic, they still play a lot of instruments. But again, they're still identified as an electronic act, which is always one of those interesting 
kind of blurred lines sort of things. Yeah. This to me, this this album, like I said, was a bit confusing because you've got on one hand this kind of like Massive Attack meets Porter's Head meets Sneaker Pimp sound with with uh, All I Need. Um, I want to say that was presented in at least another one. Interesting. Did you not catch that? Do you not feel that way? Because it's just in track one, La Femme d'Argent, I guess I hope I did that right. Yep. It encompasses a lot of what this album sound is going to be sounding like right yep. off the bat. I think it's got the down tempo esque like mm-hmm. bluesy sound, but also like an electronic concoction situation happening. It, it takes time. It takes its time. It's not in a hurry to get anywhere or do anything. It's just like this is what it is. Yeah. And then track two, "Sexy Boy," is like menacing right it has it has a weird it has a it has a theatrical menace like a b-horror kind of like angle to it yeah which i don't get because nothing else because because the, then you've got, you've, got, so you've got this this cute opener sexy boy all i need which is like okay so you start off gone up and down the hill and then you level off to this like portis head sounding thing Interesting. Yeah, I, I I would never have I would never have pegged it. I mean, do you I hear I, it? I hear I hear what you're saying there. You do. Yeah, I do. And then you've got other tracks that 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 feel like like I said. Which one is it? The one that's uh, I think it's uh, tr- these are in French. So I'm gonna say say matin la. I don't know if that's right. If I said right. that right, it kind of sounds like like island jazz dreamy happy land music sure. it's just like what are we doing on this album <laughs> what are we guys what are we doing here guys it's like yeah it's it's just an unusual album in that regard actually that particular track i said i wrote down is like this is this song feels like what it would be like if mad men um were on in the background and also if don draper were actually a good guy <laughs> and and the show was also aired on fox <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what that song felt like specific. to me okay. it's specific but because but it took because it took me to the 60s it took yeah, me to like definitely early, early an, an, 60s. an intended evocation for sure yeah so i felt that but in terms i mean for the rest of the album i don't know it, it was uh it was not an easy listen to me it, it was it was one i definitely agree with you that it's one that you could fall asleep to not in a again not in a negative way just in a like it is peaceful Sexy boy might be the only one that you're like, what the hell? Yeah. What the hell? What the hell? And, and then the you rest, fall back asleep. Yeah. And then you fall back asleep and you're like, it's just, it's yeah. just good. A lot of, uh, w- it sounds like a Rhodes piano, right? Like yeah. th- there's a lot of keyboard playing, like very free kind of like presumably um, improvised some, you know, some solos, right? And, and also, um, was it trumpet? I think on that, that French song I was talking about as well. Yeah. Oh, trumpet or, 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 or French horn, maybe? French horn, maybe. Yeah that one yeah i think that's a trumpet could be and then and then 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 the harmonica kicks in yeah yeah it's just such an odd i don't know so this this to me i did not love this album (laughs) i did not like it it was it was uh it was not for me um you found yourself on the moon you said no thank you yeah, not really. I so there were there were some peaceful parts to it. I mean, the most of it was peaceful, but in that I think in that regard it was so peaceful that it was perhaps re- uh, forgettable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I certainly no because I because I remember asking you this week like what was the driver for this to be on the this list? What was the importance of this album? Because I didn't know anything about Air, hadn't looked sure, anything up sure. yet. And I, I wanted to know, having already listened to it once or twice at that point, 
what was the importance of this? Air is not a band I knew much about. Air is not a band I've heard many people talk about. Sure, so. I, I don't. I don't think certainly as compared to some of their other, you know, contemporaries like your your Daft Punk. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, they never rose to any like insane prominence or yeah. you know or or insane critical regard. Um, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. But you were just saying that. But so, but knowing so, I did not know the what this one was saying about it being kind of a door, yeah. a door opener for down tempo. I was like, well, thank you for that because down tempo was very important to me in high school. Yeah, which was and, early it, 2000s. and that makes sense that, that I wouldn't have been able to 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 put it on those terms. But yeah. I remember how fresh. Yeah, by comparison to a lot of stuff that follows, that's just an accepted kind of way that albums are going to be put together. It felt very fresh at the time. Did there? Uh, later stuff also kind of have the same feel. Uh, yes, they 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 kind of they veer like a lot of bands, right? That that sort of set the template, and then they went further afield, and then you know, at times would kind of come back to sort of the Moon Safari sound, right? Interesting. Sometimes a little bit more stringent, a little bit more. If anything, I think some of the some of their later work might be a little more quote unquote interesting. Um, but Moon Safari, I think, is still uh, such a success for its um, consistency and its because it's it's really interesting to hear you say that you just feel like it's all it's all over the place because well, it feels like it's got three different masks that it puts on throughout the album. Interesting. Yeah, that so, and I never know which one's coming next, right? <laughs> I mean, because because it's a very quiet album. The final track. Um, uh, La Voyage de Penelope mm-hmm. is also kind of it actually gets a little bit loud at the mm-hmm. end I was like oh okay so we're we're doing that but it's just at the end and I'm, I I don't know I don't know it was a it was a curious album to me in that regard it's curious I don't know I, I did like New Star in the Sky so that was like I think that one would be one that it would be nice to listen to on like like your can headphones sure be like i'd like sure. to hear that one like fill the entire like in fact a lot shout of out re- bayer dynamic dt150s full enclosure circumoral google that guys studio you can't, you can't say circumoral on the uh, show. it's it's real it's a real word you can't say that dt150s you, you get a pair of you get a pair of bayer dynamics they're built like tanks they'll last forever and you can literally wear them all day that's the critical thing i'm a game developer i'm used to having to shut out my my squalling kids how dare um, you and my pleading wife. <laughs> please help me. <laughs> please help me. Someone please help me. Can I please Not help today. As the, as, 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 the, as the headphones clamp snugly over my ears. Shutting me sitting outside the door crying. No. <laughs> no, they're great. That's because I'm everyone that's like spent time with headphones, right? Is like, oh, the comfort thing. Because it like, is a big like, deal. like these these Sony's that I'm borrowing from you. I like Sony's. I used to used to rock Sony's for a long time, but the like head vice kind of feeling of mm-hmm. that most headphones will will give you over time. Those uh, are those are actually twenty years old. It's awesome. The, yeah, those are. I got. They're, those in I mean, they're, they're well built. You think so? I guess they are if they're twenty years old. Yeah, they're doing just fine. I have I have brand new sets of Apple earbuds that are dead like six seconds after <laughs> pulling out of the package. You look at the you look at the cord and the cord begins to split. <laughs> she starts fraying, motherfucker. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know what what else is there to know about Air because it just even for this album, I was expecting more write up. A lot of people seem to praise the album for being 
very musically full, which I definitely hear and I definitely appreciate as a musician previously in my yeah. life as well. Um, there is a lot of musicianship there. It's not just electronic music. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's why this way it blurs the line. I think I think them being electronic musicians allow them to present themselves uh, as not a duo, right? Yeah. Because it doesn't sound like a duo. It sounds mm-hmm. like, and at points, it sounds like a very big band. Mm-hmm. You know, a very sort of a sweeping scale to everything, and yet sleepy arcade fire. <laughs> I think one of the core things is that they're very French. And and I don't know much about. Yeah, Frenchman. French, the French. I mean, well, I mean, Daft Punk is, of course, something everyone has kind of dealt with. Which is, here are these two guys that never took off robot helmets in any public appearances uh, for decades. Have we ever seen their faces? Yeah, yeah. You can look up. Just look up Daft Punk what, re- real Face. faces or, or what do they look like? And they're very early, which is cool because I don't think there's been a a, a recent photo of either of them, hmm. but for the most part, for a while. Um, or or it's very occasional. Yeah. Um, so they were semi-secret for a while, but this isn't about Daft Punk. The point is, is they're very French. Um, in France, the thing you got to know about France is they do everything just a little bit differently. And they're very proud about it. And it's cool. Like they, they make their own cars. And if you look at like a Citroen car, they're like, that's kind of funky. No one else makes cars like that. Mm. You look at the French military hardware and you're like, that's kind of funky. No one else really does it like that. You think about I do French spend a lot food, of time right? looking at French military hardware. Oh, I know. I know. That's why I brought it up. Um, <laughs> French food, you know, all all these sort of things. And, you know, uh, it's a proud culture. And I think that translates into the sort of the, the, the music of, of this album in particular. It just feels very French. It feels very continental. It feels very like this breezy, like world traveling. Again, safaris in the name. I think quite appropriately, it's it puts you in the mind of you know of travel of of different places, different different scenes, right? That's that's another again. It to me, it's a very a evocative. Safari. Yeah, I guess I hadn't really thought about. I mean, the very simple and very evocative title itself, Moon Safari. Yeah, yeah, that that follows. You're on the moon. Check it out. You're doing your thing. Also, someone's walking around with little pineapple drinks. Is what it feels like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. While someone is like chill, occasionally yeah. coming up in a sexy red dress and being like, right. well, it's funny. And it's funny because that's, a, a, you're right. There is an evocation of the 60s. I also hear the 70s, but the yeah. like lounge, 60s lounge, you know, the fashion, there's, there's always these kind of acts that occasionally will dip back into that, right? We'll, mm. we'll try and conjure the power to, to mixed. To make success. I mean, thinking about now, I, that's something we, we should have talked about last week. But I wanted to bring up, say, like Wolf Mother or The Darkness, which mm, it, at yeah. various points are trying to kind of, you know, get that thunder back from groups like Led Zeppelin. But ultimately, it's you can't. Right? You can't fake that. I think that time. I think that time is over. I'm sure someone's out, out there listening to this screaming <laughs> like, no, Linkin Park did it. They didn't. Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Uh, Pink Floyd, all all the guys of the sixties and seventies, fucking sure. just not. Yeah, I don't think I don't think anyone's able to do that anymore. No, it's you know the the culture and and the times and what I mean. Something Eno said um, relating to Brian Eno. Brian Eno, famous producer and also musician in his own right. Um, 
you talk a lot about. I read an interview. He was talking about how, to him, that's one of the problems with music today is that it's still almost entirely the province of a certain social set, right? You have. I mean, the barrier for entry is low. It's lower than ever. like people don't have to buy studio time the same way that they used to. Yet you still have to have a pretty decent amount of money to like get your laptop, get your this, get your that, mm-hmm. get your recording stuff. Like you, and you have to have time, and, and you know that's. That's always what one of the definitions of culture, right, is, is, is leisure, right? Without, without leisure time, you don't have culture. Mm-hmm. And who gets access to making culture is you have to have money. And that's something that, um, in Eno's estimation, he's like, there's a lot of great stuff. There's a lot of great stuff. There's a lot of diverse voices out there that didn't get a chance, you know, at the microphone or, you know, to record music uh, decades past. But what's he's, he's in his in his mind? What's disappearing is class, right? Lower class. Sometimes the anger. Sometimes other kind of perspectives. The Beatles were just were just just uh, just like working class guys, mm-hmm. right? Now they quickly, you know, kind of <laughs> you know the fortunes changed for them very quickly. But that's where they came from, right? There are some amazing bands that very. Um, that come from a certain place in a certain time. And so I think that's part of the magic of the 60s and 70s is that you still had social support enough that you could form a band. You know, it's not something... I mean, yes, kids now can form bands, but it's limited to a certain set of people that can form a band. Mm. Anyway, that's that's all a tangent. But what was the, I mean, That's about. got me thinking about some of the artists that, that have come out in the last 20, 30 years gosh to even think that long to be like well that's recent 20 or 30 years ago is not super recent no. but but in our land it was i the only only arts that artists that really stuck out to me were radiohead thinking like paranoid android level that slams smashing pumpkins their stuff really rocked out i can't think of anyone in the 2000s or 2010s even that had that kind of like really loud full musical musical right. talented sound that yeah. wasn't that wasn't leaning on just crap. Right. Or, or again, a, a derivative kind of, you know, recombination of what it would have been. Foo Fighters. Before. Queens of the Stone Age. Queens of the Stone Age. They're I not, they're not Hamming. repping any kind yeah. of bullshit. Queens of the Stone no. Age is legit. Yeah. What was it? Eagles of Death Metal? Yeah. Which okay. is, which is a, which is a Josh Homme side project. Right, 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 right. He's in on that I too. know that, but others, yeah, may not. Yeah, I think you're right. That era may be, that, that is a very tough one to cross into these days. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting food for thought. Um, but about you, air <laughs> but about air do you have a takeaway word smooth my word was restful nice restful because I didn't want to say sleepy because I didn't no. want it to have a negative connotation right. even though you said yourself you could fall asleep so it's like restful it's like yeah. I could just lay back to this and relax and it would be a good it's a, it's an it's, it's, it's very much a headphones album yeah um, did you listen to anyone on headphones a little bit okay the kids that, that, and this week yes. did not the totally way it well. starts off is this is a, is a bed of rain hmm. it's just a rain shower and then those what i think are bongos come in and then the that that then the bass line and then and then that sort of um jazzy kind of keyboard playing um and it's again uh, to me it just hasn't aged it hasn't yeah. aged i could i i that's that is something i see i couldn't tell you if this was a 2010 album 98 I don't know when I could have told you this yeah, came out. Which is which is which is to me I think the the ultimate in a kind of retro inspired work, right? There 
you understand their touchstones, but they're not being like we we have to pretend, we have to fake people out. This is this this is really from the sixties. Yeah, that's not what they're doing. Right, right. that's not that's not what that is. But they still clearly love so much of this material that it comes through. In their mm-hmm. in the way that they record and the music that you know the especially the the instruments that they choose and so yeah it gives it a it gives it a kind of a timeless sound yeah. I don't I don't think there's anything on here that you're just like oh gross late nineties like it doesn't this is true you know May a little bit was was sexy boy a, a little <laughs> bit was sexy sure, boy but not that. not that bad that yeah. doing a good job huh yeah doing great but um well, did air just come in here and they just start wow, jamming I am a fringe duo. <laughs> Bonjour. Love it. Love it. I love the French. French I love I love my French musicians. They have a very particular way of having something that they love and then they're like, this is cool. And you're like, I think it's just very French. But Sir, that is very French. Sometimes those two the the Venn overlap of what's cool and what's French is is actually usually pretty sizable. So True that. Well that is airs moon safari thank you for listening to this episode we are again taking a break next week but in the meantime while i'm on the road we are going to cover the one the only the beatles abbey road two titans i'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how, how how it hits you i know you've not really not a beatles gotten into person. the beatles yeah it never really hit you but i think after four if any one of these albums is going to do it maybe the white album white album's a mess though and it's a double it's a double album so that's it's why a mess I don't wanna... why do you say it's a mess because it was like <clears throat> by that point the beatles were close to the here's another crazy part we we talk about and discuss the beatles like it's the Bible, they were operating for a span of like five years or something. Yeah, that's a really hard one. And I mean, it's ridiculous. Like it, it was such a meteoric rise. It, they were so, they made so much music that is so beloved, and yet it was compressed in a very short period of time. That's so insane. anyway, the White Album was like it was toward the end. There were tensions, and <laughs> it's. Instead of making one coherent album, they basically just kind of made three or four albums and mashed them all together. You, yeah, I had, yeah, I don't want that. Okay. Yeah, so Abbey Road is the better call. Plus, my Chase partner is a huge Beatles fan, right so on, I thought it right would be on. a good call for she and yeah. I to listen D- to it together. Enjoy, yeah, dig in, yeah. and she can fill you in on some some Beatles trivia because boy howdy. Yes. I'm not even going to touch that stuff because it just it, it gets so it gets so detailed and so fully it, in the weeds. Goes, yeah, fully in the weeds, absolutely. So we'll be covering the Beatles Abbey Road in two weeks. We will report back then. In the meantime, if you want to listen to the other No Skips podcast, they seem pretty cool too. <laughs> but you can just keep listening to back episodes of ours if you'd like. Um, again, this is Jack and Lisa. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will be back in two weeks with Abbey Road from the Beatles. Thanks, dudes. Later. Later.